Hello everybody, today we are talking about procrastination, the cause and cost of procrastination. And I'm coming to this as somebody who has struggled with procrastination, who struggles with procrastination, and somebody who has made it through the walls of procrastination, insecurity, fear, resistance at times, in significant ways. And it's come up for me recently because I've been writing a book and I, like in the past month, I just got like caught in this moment of procrastination, this phase of procrastinating, putting it off. Uh, I had started writing something and then I just got stuck and I couldn't quite figure it out. I was just kind of in that frozen space of avoiding it and focusing on other things and distracting myself. Uh, but the thing that happens with me is when when I'm procrastinating something, it usually feels like it's coming from a place of fear and insecurity. And I'm not good enough at distracting myself. There will just be this, this like conflict and dysfunction inside of me that's like quite uncomfortable until I turn my attention towards the thing that wants to, to be expressed or experienced or what have you. And yeah, so I got stalled, frozen, paralyzed by my uh, procrastination. And I was talking to a friend and, she, you know, I was just describing it and describing this kind of conflict that I couldn't, there was no willing it away. I wasn't just going to like positive think or meditate or distract myself uh, away from this emotional unease and unrest that was just getting stronger. And she asked me, well, why are you putting it off? Like, I think I told her that it was because of fear and insecurity. And she said, well, what are you afraid of? And I didn't even have to think. There was just an immediate answer that came up. And it was that I was afraid of doing it wrong. And it was like such a good question for her to ask because it was just so simple to really get to like the, the heart of the procrastination and the heart of the insecurity. Um, this fear of getting it wrong, um, I think it, it comes in part from having written a book. I've written a few books. My most recent one was published almost exactly two years ago. And the book came out in a way that felt like, when I was finished it, it felt like something that was pretty well-formed and coherent and strong in a certain sense. That's how I felt about it. And so now I'm writing something and I have this pressure on myself. Oh, you better do it right. You better get it right. Like, and it can be paralyzing because in order to really create spontaneously and naturally, you kind of have to take that, that um, critic off the shoulder and just be free. And it was such a good question for her to ask because it reminded me that when I wrote that last book two years ago, two plus years ago, every time I sat down to write, I felt this pain. And it's the kind of pain, the best analogy I have for this pain is uh, the kind of pain you would feel before getting into a, an ice bath or like a really ice cold shower, not just a like medium cold shower. We're talking like something that's going to hurt that that apprehension and, oh, I don't want to do this. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But then once you do it, 
and you get out, it's like, oh man, that feels so good. The writing was never, the writing itself was never actually painful. It was always just the anticipation of it and the sitting down to do it. Once I started writing, I would just get into a flow. And then when I was done, I would go for a walk and I would just be elated with the feeling of having created. And yeah, and, but to actually cross that threshold of resistance, I developed this little trick. It wasn't a trick because it was an honest like thing I did with myself. But what I did was I would feel this part that just didn't want to write, wanted to do anything else. And, um, and I understood that it, it was afraid of doing it wrong. And so I made a deal with it. Every time I sat down to write, I just said, okay, none of this matters. The writing that I'm doing right now is basically just play. And we're going to put a, a timer on my phone. We're going to put nice music on my headphones. And then we're just going to play write for an hour. And at the end of that hour, if the writing feels good, then we'll keep it. But if it doesn't, we'll just toss it because it was all just about play and it was about finding, finding the good writing. And so I took away the sense of gravity, the sense of seriousness from these writing sessions. They were, they were basically exploratory sessions. That was how I framed it. It was like, we're just going to write for an hour and this is how we're going to find the voice. This is how we're going to find the right feeling or the right story to tell. And at the end of those writing sessions, I, I, I never threw away the writing because the thing, like, it just flowed. It just is what it was. Now, of course, I just wrote a first draft and then I went over it again and again and again, kind of refining it and changing it. So it didn't come out perfect on the first try, but it came out and I just went with what came out. Um, because once I got that uh, inner critic or that fear or insecurity to drop the gate, it was like, party, let's do this, let's do this. <laughs> and I, I did that, I think, the whole time I was writing that book. I would put the timer on the phone. I put beautiful music on, on my headphones so that I could kind of just like get into a zone. And then I just like intentionally didn't take it seriously and I guess I forgot about that when I started writing again more recently I forgot about the resistance the fear the insecurity and uh and it just kind of paused stopped stalled me in my tracks and it still stalls me um unless I like basically force myself to feel that pain of jumping into the cold water and um, I, I, you know, sit down, put on headphones, put on a timer and just don't take it seriously. Just understand that, man, just get it out. If any, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be right. There is no right and wrong. These are the, the kind of ground rules that I lay for myself. Uh, that doesn't mean that it's going to be perfect. I don't assume that it'll be perfect or that it. Yeah, it's just it's just like get going get writing, get flowing. And, and I, I think that, that the, what I learned there about not taking it too seriously, about not getting caught up in trying to create something that's perfect 
or uh, amazing or that people are going to love, or, but actually just getting into the creative flow without those preconditions. I think that applies to a lot of different disciplines, probably. It probably applies to someone who's uh, drawing or painting or creating music or um, creating original ideas uh, of any kind. And yeah, I know that uh, I've seen it play out with things like meditation and and uh, inner work, where I know years ago, I, I think in my early 20s, I kind of, there was a period where I was afraid of meditation, or I, I was, yeah, I was afraid of it because I was afraid of doing it wrong. I thought there was a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And then eventually... I got to a point where I just like let go of that. And I was like, well, let's just try following the breath like everybody says. And then let's just try this and that. And I, I let go of these rigid expectations of anything profound happening. This expectation of it being some spiritual, serious experience. And then in that space of lightness and of looseness, really a beautiful, amazing stuff can happen. But I had to take away the seriousness and the tension and the, the insecurity and the fear and make it more like play, make it more like a child with crayons, just, having, like, just being natural and just seeing what happens. So yeah, not taking, not taking myself too seriously or what I'm creating too seriously seems to be the space where it becomes possible to create. That's like, ah, now we can flow. Now we can try new things. We can go new places, uh, literally and metaphorically. And um, it brings me to the final lesson that I want to share today. And that is um, something I've learned about the fear that blocks me, that, you know, that leads to me procrastinating. Um, if I wait for that fear to go away, I might wait forever. I, like I said, when I sit down to write, I still feel that pain. It might go away one day. Um, some part of me might just realize, hey, this isn't actually scary. This is like one of the most beautiful, fun things in life. Um, but waiting for it to go away or waiting for me to... Uh, look the right way or have it all figured out or be feeling good about myself or whatever it is, um, putting preconditions on myself that, that put up a block between when I'm going to finally express myself or create or do that scary thing. Um, I just find that there will always be the fear there. There will always be the reason to not do it. And I think for myself, it just feels like a fool's game to, to listen to that voice that says, ah, just wait till it feels right. Ah, just wait. Now, there are times where I have benefited from not writing, from not, you know, just from kind of pulling back from all of those aspects of life, the creative, the exploratory, the expressive, for sure. But if I have something that wants to, to happen and I'm playing the the avoidance game and rationalizing it by saying I'm just gonna wait till this fear isn't so strong 
that's an act of strengthening fear in itself. Like that choice strengthens the the fear dominance in a person's consciousness. And, you know, in the same way that sitting down to play and not take it so seriously, uh, that creates like a new pathway in, in my consciousness of like, oh, it's okay, it's not that scary, we can do it. We can do it all the time. We should do it all the time. Um, so, yeah, if... There's another thing that I've learned other than not taking myself too seriously. It's also to not wait for my fear to go away, not to not wait for it to feel all easy and instead to actually sit down and like a person about to get into an ice bath, the person who's waiting for the ice bath to like feel warm to the touch is never going to get into an ice bath. (laughs) And for me as a writer, if I wait for it to always feel just like, oh yeah, it just feels so seamless and perfect. It never even felt like it took any discipline to sit down and write. I would not have written any books. Um, but and, and there's something actually like beautiful about that kind of initiatory moment where you feel the discomfort and you still do it. There's something so strengthening and vitalizing about that. I mean, I wouldn't be creating this right now if I didn't, you know, feel the kind of resistance and then just be like, ah, just let me do this anyways. There's something so beautiful and life-giving about that. And I think for me, it's part of why I get really kind of messed up inside when I'm not learning new things, creating something, expressing myself. Um, there's something in me that just gets uh, messed up. And it's like there's this power that isn't expressing and it isn't breathing and it isn't expanding. And so I become a more frustrated, angsty, um, neurotic person. And, and so doing the things that are expressive or creative or challenging or scary, I think for me, I've started to accept that it's not about the results from the work. It's not about it be- being brilliant. It's not about it um, being successful. It's about this experience of feeling the expression of doing the, th- you know, it's like, It's more about um, having this infrastructure that wants wants to be what it is and letting it be what it is. And then whatever that becomes in the world is almost like a totally separate, um, a separate subject. Uh, But here it is. This is what I have to say. Procrastination. It's, uh, yeah, it has been, and it continues to be a challenge for me and for most of the people I know I think it's such a common thing it's such a human thing and uh yeah I hope some of what I shared today might speak to you and if it did you can always let me know if you liked this you can give it a thumbs up you can comment you can subscribe to the channel if you haven't and you can also check out my book you will find uh links to that in the description below or in the show notes. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining me. I hope that you have a beautiful day. Take care.